come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. Yeah, pop sockets are like the new pods. You gotta like trade them and like figure out like what use for the use they have because it's like, what even are these? Yeah. But pop pop sockets are actually useful. They're like, except how do you keep the phone in your pocket with that thing on there? Because they collapse. They collapse. They go down and then you can like, yeah, slide it in your pocket. (laughs) Collins resistance is like an old man to technology. (laughs) I I don't understand your things with your phones. All right, are we ready, guys? Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to uh, another episode of I Want You to Watch This. I'm your host, Dennis. And um, you know what? This is special because we finally got one of our co-hosts back. Julie, Yay. how are you doing? I, I'm okay. I've Yay. been sick for like the past year. Yeah, and my, no. my throat's been given out, so it might not be very loud. I'm going to try, though. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll make do. I'm uh, going to try, though. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, Colin and Craig. Um, fuck you both. Um, anyways, no, it's it's really good to have our, um, kind of the, the original full crew back. Uh, hopefully we'll see more Julie. Um, <laughs> and uh, she comes back. Um, I feel like at a kind of a special moment in uh, I want you to watch this history where we're going into um, our personal favorites here. Um, these are some longtime favorite movies, and uh, to kick it off, uh, we are doing Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is my pick. Um, we just watched this okay. <laughs> yeah. literally five minutes ago. Now we're sad. Now, yeah, <laughs> a little pensive, but also kind of hopeful, <laughs> and, yeah, you know. and, and like struck by the grand beauty of the universe and all. And yeah, it's like you know, like it's like really hard, but it's like you know, like it's still worth it at the end. You know, it really is. Yeah. you know, there's hope for us all. It's, yeah, worth it. To, worth it to try. Right. Yeah, and even if like a damaged, fucked up relationship occurs, there's still hope for it. Yeah. Right. Is that I, think, I feel like that's kind of like the moral of the story. It's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's worth it to try. Right. Even... I'll also contradict that statement that I just I made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, because that's actually one of the criticisms that I don't like about it. Anyways, um, without more mumbling about this movie before introducing it, um, <laughs> uh, we'll go into it. Um, since it was my pick, I will kind of uh, briefly explain it. And um, I was actually anticipating explaining this movie. I was like, oh, man, it's sci-fi. It's drama. You know, it's kind of dense. But then I realized... You know, it's it's a pretty simple story about a, a man and a woman who fall in love and she erases him from her memories and he does the same thing to her. The end. Yeah. Um, and then they, yeah, yeah that's it. Um, so they... join us next week for... Uh... <laughs> well, it's the end, but it's also the beginning. It's also the beginning. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. the nature of time in this movie. Oh my God, <laughs> this is made so well. Um, time this... is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie uh, was, is, uh, it was, is, and always, I think, will be uh, my favorite movie. Um, currently, it's, it's just my favorite movie of all time, and I hadn't seen it in many years and several relationships and it has now firmly established itself as one of my you know favorite movies of all time if not the best um i don't care if i'm alone on that opinion i really don't um, dennis definitely didn't cry no not the whole movie just had a little allergy flare-up you know <laughs> it was the crispy cream yeah. <laughs> um 
but yeah it's um it's uh it's about this you know like uh they this relationship that's just really intense between uh the, the actors well no it's not about the actors uh it's uh john Kerry plays a J- john john, john Kerry. yeah jim Kerry's cousin john <laughs> why do i do that he came here on a swift boat <laughs> came into the movie <laughs> And Kim Winslet. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of the other John, yeah. like John Kerry, who ran for president um, years ago. He's in the movie. So, <laughs> Jim Carrey um, plays Joel, um, and uh, uh, opposite of a uh, Kate Winslet character is Clementine, and um, it's uh, it's just that uh, she. Um, uh, like they finds this company that like erases memories for people that are like in like distraught situations, and you'll see like other patients. Like one has like a like a pet that like died, right? Like, yeah. And like she's like trying to erase the memories of that pet, and like and uh, so anyways, like she does it to Joel, and then Joel finds out and like does it to her, and um through like how the story is told, it's all through these like memories being erased and like him figuring it out, like what's happening, and um. So you get you get all of these images of their relationship and these intense moments and stuff and um, and it's great. It's just some of the best storytelling. But, I've well, there's also a prologue yeah, where yeah. Joel wakes up and he's well, kind yeah. of feeling weird and he's got pages missing from his diary and he like has a dent in his car that he can't explain and he has a sudden need to go to Montauk, Montauk. and he meets Clementine. Right. Who like yeah like and this is all after this is the prologue that happens after the fact yeah. yes this um, longest opening sequence so yeah so yeah like yes. the first twenty minutes of the movie yeah. is like this like meet cute and then we cut to uh, yeah we cut to what we find out is the past of like the the first time around and him going to the the office to actually go and get his memory removed so right. it was wow it was really kind of interesting watching like the first 20 minutes of the movie and then all of a sudden it like cuts and it's like opening credits mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and uh it's uh, it's pretty much all out of his like the only moments that are out of his head are like the the prologue and then leading up to him like taking the drug and then them like them like staying overnight at his house and like erasing his memories yeah and we cut out of his head to show like the people who are doing the work right yeah, and, yeah. Like, the storyline going on with that. well because yeah there's also a, a side story going on at the same time with the people who work at the office with the doctors who uh you know they have like this whole thing that's been going on and kirsten dunce is one of the characters in the movie who is uh her name's mary and she's uh, essentially kind of like the front desk like receptionist for the doctor's office and we find out that there's like a whole history that she has with the doctor which plays out like i think the side stories in this movie are pretty fucking just intense as inter- yeah. just as interesting as the movie itself is the main story line, oh yeah which is uh yeah something that not a lot of movies are able to accomplish like successfully like they <laughs> they do a really good job of um of yeah, having that be an engaging side story without actually taking away from the main storyline or like and, dominating it even yeah and uh, it's done in, with such nuance and everything that like it's it kind of leads into like one of my favorite things about this movie is that every time I see it I pick up on more like things that are going on you know uh, like the, this time I picked up that like when he is going back to his apartment after his first, after his meeting uh, at the doctor's office at the Lacuna Corporation, uh, there's uh, dots painted on the side of his head, yeah. and like, and then you know his neighbor is like harassing him about Valentine's Day and if he has any plans with Clementine, you know, and 
he hasn't clearly read his mail yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I um, uh, uh, the the one of my favorite things about this movie as well is just how it doles out the story in these um, bits and pieces, these flashes of memory and stuff, and how it, through that it really. It, it's such a great example of showing what dreams are like in movies, which is just really hard for movies to pull off. Um, so I don't know how you guys felt about that. Yeah. No, I, um, this is like very like proto black mirror. I felt like this is, mm, yeah. this is very much like something that I could see as a black mirror episode or like mm. something that like, it was like a, a concept that they delve into right. within black mirror. Uh, and it's very Philip just K. slightly Dick. less dark than like a Black Mirror. Only I mean, slightly. yeah, I was yeah. like, it's still pretty dark. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think there's even uh, like one of the episodes in the new season is this kind of uh, I don't want really to say too much, like, but it's kind of like about this like dating service that's oh, like hang, kind hang of like the, the yeah the hang the DJ episode yeah and it's kind of like it kind of reminded me of that a little bit um, without spoiling too much of it because. Um, yeah, you should definitely check that episode out, people. <laughs> but, yeah, I like the kind of non-linear nature of the way that the story is laid out, and it really does feel like a dream. And it, it's, it's a, like, there aren't any other movies I can really think of that do this. No. Um, I mean, <laughs> the totally different movie, but The Cell kind of does a good job of, like, kind, weird yeah. movies, you know? Like, scenes blending into one another, you know what I'm saying? And or that's... Um, Birdman, kind of. Birdman? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. That's probably a cleaner uh, comparison. <laughs> uh, Memento? Memento, kind yeah. of? Oh, yeah. Me me with Memento, it's, like, told backwards. And forwards, man. And forwards, yeah. Well, because, like, the black and white scenes are going forwards, and yeah, the man. color scenes are going... More like memento <laughs> 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 Uh <laughs> Uh, um, I like how uh, through the memories since they're like being erased they're like being erased in reverse of her and so it shows the relationship kind of in reverse um, like uh, his memories of her and everything and so it, like like uh, the first things that are like getting erased are like um, they're like fights yeah, and the, the breakup conflicts. you know and the conflicts start to hate each other yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh um that plays into like one of the biggest criticisms that i've heard about this movie is that it's like what it's a it's not a love story it's about like two people that like hate each other and then they like erase each other and then they like get back together and it's like yeah you're missing the you know forest for the trees you know with that yeah. like it's you know of course like it's gonna emphasize these terrible moments because it's about a breakup you yeah, know? That's, yeah. what, that's what you remember you remember right. like the hurtful horrible things yeah and i mean i feel like too because at the end of the movie we get this um when uh clementine like goes back to her house after we cut back to what the beginning of the movie like cuts into the the credits and what actually happens from that point on um, where she's going back to her house to get her toothbrush to go sleep over at Joel's and she gets like the package from Mary who after um, you know finding out that she was uh, you know she was also like subjected to this process uh, because she loved the doctor and it all didn't work out and so she sends out everyone's tapes to them and their files and we start with this moment where it's like they're in love or like they're kind of like falling in love with each other again and then all of a sudden it's like they're introduced to like the worst part of their relationship yeah. right like out of nowhere it's like she like puts in the tape and it's just like like that moment like you're saying like how they play everything from 
the fights and then everything like moves backwards to like where they're like falling in love again and then all of a sudden we were like smash cut back to yes. like all of the worst things about each of them like just being like ripped open again like in this moment where they're actually just meeting each other now yeah. like and so it was really interesting to not only have that happen throughout the timeline of the movie but then also to have that intersected back at the end of... with like the real life cut yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah oh wow yeah i didn't i hadn't picked up on that it um it bugs me that joel's complaint one of his complaints about clementine is that she doesn't read books he doesn't he can't talk to her about books she reads magazines uh she works at barnes and noble right. so like, yeah. i don't buy that i do no. not buy it. and also she's reading in the diner when he sees her in montauk right. mm-hmm. she's reading uh when they're on the couch and he looks at her crotch she like puts the book on her head so whatever, Joel, you're dumb. Well, yeah. well I, like I think that's one of the things that I love about it, though, is that like I think like not that specifically, oh. but like like it, it. He's so angry, you know, because oh, he's yeah. like he she erased him, yeah. you know, and like like the last time that he saw her was like she didn't remember him literally, yeah. and like so like I think he's like in this state of mind where he's like nearly making shit up just to fucking say yeah. shit that like he hates about her, just to be like. And that's what I just love about this movie is that it just nails like these like things of like of of relationships and intense love that you have with someone and like um like uh my favorite my favorite of this is like in the prologue when they meet again you know and like it just down to the oboe music it like it just speaks to the awkwardness of like first date or like you know connecting with someone that you're both into each other but you know you don't know what to say yeah well I think too it it also goes into um. I don't feel like they necessarily like explore this that much when they're actually like in his head, but those moments where they're like talking about each other uh, kind of goes into like how much you do kind of your memories are tainted by your emotion like at the time. And so like, yeah, like when they're like sitting at the doctor's office, like spilling out, like, you know, like they're like at the height of their like emotional distress to like be at this point where they're even coming to the doctor to have this person completely erased from their mind. So it's like they're just like hashing out all of the worst parts and like you said, like likely, you know, just like making stuff up because they're angry and they're just like want something to be angry about still right. to like kind of justify like what they're doing and why they're doing it and telling themselves and lying to themselves about this. Yeah. And so it definitely goes into, yeah, like what is like memory like and how like fallible memory itself can be because it's all tainted by our own perspective and you know how we feel in the moment yeah like yeah we we definitely like things are like brighter when we you know like you know if we have like happy memories like we're more willing to you know like focus on those or like alter the things that are like bad about you know the memories that we have right yeah yeah or like you know like when you're like really lonely you but look back at terrible relationships so it's like those were good times <laughs> like, I remember how happy we were <laughs> I, I hadn't seen this in a long time and I had forgotten about Elijah Wood's character and He's what so a creepy bag that oh character my god. is oh my god so creepy <clears throat> like no regard for like anything you know he's like can I invite my girlfriend over like if you think about the implications of that like yeah. who he's inviting over <laughs> to yeah. where yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he knows, you know? So, yeah. Well, yeah, because well, we didn't really explain that. But yeah, Elijah <laughs> Wood's character, Patrick, uh, steals all of like the materials that Joel brings mm. because he ends up falling in love with Clementine when they go to erase her memory. So when Joel comes in, he steals all of the things that he brought in to uh, like, all the mementos about Clementine and then tries to, you know, identity 
Yeah, yeah. use those to seduce Clementine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, there's, like, all these, like, weird things, and, like, that starts to, like, trip up Clementine because he's going back and, like, trying to relive these memories that have been erased from Clementine with Clementine, like, using the same materials from Joel. And so it's, like, really fucking with her because right. she's, like, having, like, all of these, like, moments of, like, these disconnects of what's actually happening and what she doesn't remember. Right. It's, uh, and it's it, it, such it's a It's, like, really thing. traumatizing her, too, because it's, like, he'll bring up this thing and you see it, like, resonating with her, but she can't find the memory in it. Right. It, it's just such a good performance by Kate Winslet, oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Oscar nomination. So really? Yeah. For this movie? Uh, nomination, not win, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, at one point, she says, I feel like I'm disappearing. And I was like, whoa, because you are. <laughs> <laughs> you totally are. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, this crazy like gaslighting thing that he's yeah. just like, yeah, Elijah Wood is creepy. As and he doesn't seem to like see that it's wrong. No, or, no, like, yeah. Even when um, Mark Ruffalo is saying, like, do you have any idea how unethical and terrible this is? He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah but then he also like kind of just like gets on board with it, too. He's like just... Like, he, he says it for, like, that moment, and then, like, he, he kind of, like, immediately like, well, you know, whatever, like. Guys, you, you know you know when you watch a movie, and, like, you're, like, you know, like, there's, like, five minutes left of the movie, and you're, like, who the fuck is that guy? Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This whole movie, I was, like, who the fuck oh, is that him. guy? I know. I mean, if I just looked at the cover of the movie, <laughs> like, I, uh, or, you know, just use my eyeballs it's clearly Mark Ruffalo the entire, for is, some reason he's wearing glasses is that what it is <laughs> no, yeah. he, uh, he Clark, I didn't pick up on it until he Clark Kented you yeah <laughs> <laughs> he took them off and yeah. it's like Hulk, Hulk. Hulk. it's oh, Hulk it's Baby Bruce Banner, Banner. yeah <laughs> he's so little yeah, yes. he's so little <laughs> this is what 15 years 15 years ago no 2004 yeah oh my yeah, god uh, uh, yeah, 14 uh, yeah yeah I know I have those moments too where it's like I totally think of things like someone will say like 10 years ago and i'm like oh yeah like 2000 right like no <laughs> no <laughs> um, i want to jump back on a patrick because like what is what is his job what are his credentials patrick, baby, baby boy, boy. <laughs> but what are his credentials what are anyone's credentials yeah this is like, okay. like this so is mark ruffalo is like a technician yes. yeah so not One a doctor and tom wilkerson's the <laughs> doctor he's definitely a doctor <laughs> Kristen Dunst is Kristen, not, Kristen not a doctor, Dunst, but she like wears a lab coat. Yeah. yeah, she's just like the receptionist. She like. also like does everything. I'm like, how does one person do that job? Prints out those notes for everyone, puts the mailing label on, <laughs> yeah, answers so, the She phone. has to print out a note presumably for every everyone. person that that person it's, knows. It's like it's HR so, or, you know, the office manager. They do everything. <laughs> mm. uh, I also, I looked up lacuna while I was watching. Uh -huh. Did you know what lacuna means? No. Lacuna means blank space or missing part. Ah. Oh. I like it. Do you Galaxy have, brain. Does anyone have the full quote that the title of the movie comes from? She says it. I know she says oh. it, but do oh, like did, it? I, Pope did I stop and no. write, it, write down the Alexander yeah. Pope quote? No, I did not. Yeah. No. Um, dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I was also going to say, speaking of like the ethical, like Mark Ruffalo is like, horrified that Elijah Wood stole Clementine's underwear, but... Then they're like drinking when they're like, messing with this guy's brain. Like, yeah, literally like, in his, dancing like, around yeah. on like the bed that he's laying in, smoking weed yeah, and stealing like, his booze. Like, yeah, just yeah, no. that's pretty unethical. Like his brain, you're literally like damaging his brain right now. It's messed up. <laughs> I, well, I love the line where he says, "Is there a cause of brain damage?" Tom Wilkerson's like, "Well, yeah. um, technically, the procedure is brain damage, yeah. but it's not any more than like a hard night of drinking." <laughs> and then it just like brushes it off, like yeah. Meh. 
Um, this movie to me feels like a Philip K. Dick novel if Philip K. Dick had any sense of humor. Hmm. Um, it, that's funny because if you've read any Philip K. Dick, there's no humor in no. any of it. Um, uh, an example of that is the movie A Scanner Darkly. Uh, there is not a joke to be cracked. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, again, I, I I I love how this is technically sci-fi, but there's like the only sci-fi element of it is like the the erasing of the memories. You know, there's no mm-hmm. like outlandish technology or like yeah, they use cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they still use like, yeah, like, yeah, paper, yeah, same paper world where, the yeah. same world where you can erase like selective memories from a person's brain. We're still using cassette tapes. <laughs> yes, no, it's excellent. And, and like a, a metal colander helmet thing. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's how we erase memories. Yeah. I mean, come on, Julie. <laughs> you put a, an electric colander on somebody's head, you type that into a CRT TV and a typewriter, and... <laughs> But yeah, I, I think also this, um, as a lot of these movies, you know, like anything that's really like science fiction is, I feel like a part of the question is, you know, having the technology is like, you know, whether or not we should be using it, you know, it's never a thought of like, it's like always what we can do, yeah, not the, what we should the do. The Jurassic Park thing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And so like, that's always like something that comes to mind and like yeah. things like this of like, like, yeah, like sure you can erase memories, but exactly like you know the entire purpose of this movie is it's like what's the point like when a lot of that like the good and the bad is still something that like shapes who you are that like shapes your your view of the world and to erase that like literally takes a piece of you away it's that's exactly how i feel about social media like <laughs> we <Go on>. just <laughs> well, just because we can doesn't mean that we should you know <laughs> like developing the relationships with people in the flesh is like way more uh, uh i don't know fulfilling and um and yeah like i actually kind of felt that like in this because you know like like you say you know it's like yeah so if you do have the ability to erase it it's like it's like I mean, I, I, have, I have fallen in and out of love, and, like, as much as I would want to re- erase the memories of that particular woman, like, like you know, almost a decade later now, I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, like, I, I'm better now, you know? Well, and I think, too, like, with them coming together at the end, it's one of those things where it is, like, they're, they're kind of like, well this probably isn't going to work. Like, this, right. like we're still probably going to fall into the same things that we did before. And that's the thing about, about, about those memories, about those things is the lessons that you learn from that, right. like helping to like make, helping you not to make those same mistakes in the future or right. like helping you to like realize and learn from those. And so in the movie, I, it's, I get I get like the the concept of like you know like they they feel like they might as well like just enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like you both could potentially be just like moving on with your lives instead of like trying to like relive this thing that you know is temporary. I mean, God, it's well, it's, but well, like, that's I mean, it's, kind of the beauty of it, though. Is I mean, they know what's going to happen. They know that like they're gonna fall into these things, and they decide 
to pursue the relationship and, anyway. And they found it, each other, despite all odds. That, like, after erasing each other from their memories, they still found each other. I think that's the best Whoops. part. It's like, that's, yeah. like my, that's the, where I'm like... The, the meet me in Montauk part. Yes! Like, yes. Yeah. Like, oh, give as, it a shot! As her, like, last piece of yeah. memory is being pulled out of his mind, she, she says, meet me in Montauk. Yeah, like, go, you yeah, crazy like, dude, kids, that? just is go! He, <laughs> is that, like, his imagination? What's going on? Is, like, he just making that up? Did, she, did he say that to her in her memories? I don't know. Well, I think my brain. I think in like she's like in the memories. She's you know she's a sh- sh- like she's a function of him. You Definitely. know, so yeah. like I think he is using that set to like tell him like I'm gonna use this location. I'm gonna use this you know just this location to hold on to her. Just mm-hmm. to not not specifically a memory, just a place. You right. know. And um, oh, what I do want to ask you guys because there is a theory um, at the end, like after the whole thing, it like shows that looping. The, part. the looping, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys think that's indicative of them like just trying this again and failing again oh, and maybe. again and again? That's or? very Hang the DJ esque. Yeah, we're not gonna so, say anything yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I bet so, you they do. So like they so? just yeah. like keep going back and erasing their memories again. Well, I don't think the Lacuna Corporation can survive what Mary did do it. <sighs> no, I don't think that they. That they could keep erasing their memories over and over again. I think it's, it, they're looping, but like not literally. Yeah, not. Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Yeah, but I think, I think you're saying what you said is right. Like, there's no way they could keep going after Mary torpedoed the company. Right. Well, I also think it just doesn't work. Just pure, like even if she hadn't like sabotaged the company, I think that like Joel and Clementine got back together. Um, Mary still wanted to bang the doctor guy. Right, and then yeah. um, there was that one lady on the phone that wants to do the procedure like three times in a month. And That's Mary's true. like, nah. Yeah. Like, why would you want to do it more if it was working the first time? Right. It doesn't work. Um, also, she like crumbles like a cookie. Who? Mary. Mary. Yeah, she's like, no, we can't do that. That's not our policy. Nope, nope. Okay, come in this week. Well, tomorrow? Okay. Like, <laughs> like, like, she's like, what? She, like, you fold like a piece of paper, yeah. Mary. No, no wonder why well, no Mary wonder. kind of always like crumbles and like falls. Like when the wife shows up, she's chasing after her, like I'm just a stupid girl with a stupid oh, crush. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she kind of always like jumps to like oh, oh yeah. no, you know. consistency and character development. Yeah. So yeah, so it's kind of like saying like what's the point of having the memories erased in the first yeah, cause place? It, yeah, because it's like it's inevitable that you're gonna go back. Furthermore, what's the point in falling in love? Really? <laughs> <laughs> what is the point of being alive? Like, what's the what's the point? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, because well, well, yeah. well, it's like, you know, they talk about, you know, like, you know, kind of like staying on like the path of, you know, like these memories. And so he kind of goes back and like, I don't know, do, are they like erasing like his like childhood memories at that point? Like when he I goes so. back, because like that I think is is something that I feel like could have been a little bit more explored. I mean, not saying that it needed to be in this movie, but it's something that like I found interesting in terms of... um because I feel like what this is, it is kind of like a Band-Aid situation. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, like, it cuts out this, like, one specific part, but then, like, when it heals over, there's still, like, that scar tissue, as it were. And, oh. which is why, you know, like, people kind of, like, revert back to, like, their same, you know, instincts that they had before the procedure, which is why, like, those memories, like, keep coming back to people. And so it's, at the end of the day, it is, like, just, like, a Band-Aid on this situation. And... Yeah, like it's it's, I don't know. <laughs> I just I just. What's I, the point? Yeah, I know. That's kind of the whole thing. Is yeah, what's the point? <laughs> well, 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 
I'd like to point out like how terrible the Lacuna Corporation is at what they are do. Yeah. Like what they are do. What they are do. They don't say it be like it is, but it do. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the guy that quoted that died earlier this oh, week. Oh no! Yeah, that's kind of sad. People don't say it be like it is. Yeah, but it do. yeah he died. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so so Mary. Um, she had her, this procedure done to her because she falls in love with Howard was it Wachinski? Mears, Mears Weak? Mears Weak? Wow, yeah. way off. <laughs> no, yeah, you're thinking of Clementine's last name. Christian's oh, okay, yeah. Got so much Polishness. <laughs> um, so, so she has this procedure done with Howie, like, like, because they have a history and everything, you know. I read somewhere that like she had an abortion or something, really? and, that, and that's why she wants her memory erased. Oh wow! Yeah, cut it out. Wow. It might be like totally made up like though. A I don't fanfic? know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Let's get all. Let's get deep into yeah. Eternal Sunshine ah, fanfic. Yeah. So Eternal Sunshine. Wow. It's, it's dark. It's not, it's not even posted on the internet. It's just written in someone's like spiral notebook. <laughs> <laughs> There's this whole one which is just shipping Stan and the Doctor's wife. Oh, <laughs> no, she hates him. <laughs> but um, why does like if they were good at their job, Mary would stop working there to like erase the memories? Oh, like completely? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. How does she work? She there? wouldn't be employed there. Like, like is she wouldn't want to be employed there anymore. You know, she wants these memories erased. She'd have like, to get trained like all over again. You would think that like it was yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did they erase like no visual jokes? Without, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how do they erase like all of that without having to yeah, like retrain her again and yeah, like, like interview her again? Like, okay, yeah. so welcome to your first day hey, here. Yeah. Like, you don't know anything so about anything. Suddenly, she doesn't know how to use Excel. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like if they were good at their job, it would be like, okay, you want to erase this person? Well, you got to move the fuck away from here. You know? Yeah. 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 Like it, it would seem like you have to like get them in a new environment. Right. Yeah. Entirely. Like witness protection type of yeah. thing. Well, because the entire thing is like they have to bring everything that reminds them of that person to like yeah. before they do the procedure. So it's like, yeah, why would the doctor like do that and then have her like working with him every day? Yeah. Like knowing that that's a part of the procedure. Yeah, he is but like then, the main memory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, I don't know, I kind of felt it was a little fucked up that throughout all, like she didn't really like decide to do anything until it personally affected her. Like she's yeah. like seeing like how this was like fucking up other people. Like it's not like this was like a new thing. Like she's obviously like been taking that call from the woman who was like, can I just get it like a third time? Like yeah. it's not like she like was working for this like benevolent company and then all of a sudden was like, well, oh, like I, I don't know. It, it's like, not until it directly affects her that she even sees it as a bad thing because up until then oh, she she's just it. constantly talking about how great Howard is and yeah, how great his work right. is and All what quotes, a great thing right. for humanity it is what he's doing. It's not until like she is affected by it that she has this realization and she flips around on it. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's kind of what I'm griping about is is right. that she doesn't realize that until it personally affects her, even though there's like all of these like signs around her of like people who are obviously struggling as a result of this process and she insta blames mark ruffalo for being in on it like yeah. insta blames well i mean i could see like i because i was like was he in on it because right. he's like he's the tech. Detected, like yeah. he's the guy like, no, i get so, it but like so. she's just as implicated in the whole fucking thing oh yeah you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> you got some problems everyone in this movie has problems like yeah everyone in this movie has fucking problems can we talk about David Cross's character yeah Yeah. David Cross and Jane Addams are like my favorite thing in this movie it might have been my first exposure to David Cross this one this and Ghost World oh really yeah I think yeah I think this is definitely up there um and his stand-up special from around this time 
Um, I'm making a birdhouse. Bird yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like in the kitchen, like bitching about, like just like cussing in the background, and his Hammering. wife is like, "It's like, hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "I'm making." A birdhouse. <laughs> well, their relationship is always so tortured. It's yeah. like some, he's always being horrible to her in yeah. some way or another. And like, carry the cooler. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's like, he's carry the like, cooler. He's got the like remote control plane, and he won't let her touch. Yeah. And, like, heads of the wings. And then he ends up crashing really it yeah. anyway. He's he like, didn't I crash didn't... the plane. The plane crashed. <laughs> well, you had the remote control. Yeah. Like you were. <laughs> I think the real victim here, though, is Naomi. Poor Naomi, man. Oh, yeah. You oh. never see her. Just never see, like, this character off screen entirely. And Jim Carrey's like, well, I, I kind of live with somebody. Well, she's she's not my girlfriend. But this is a trope from movies of, like, the poor, uh, you know, uh, the poor paramour. You yeah, know? yeah. The, that's, like, either. The jilted, jilted woman. Yeah. It's either, like, the, the wife that's off screen or, like, the girlfriend that uh, that's off screen or, like, just the one that's, like, to no fault of their own, totally yeah. loses out on the story, yeah. you know? Um, my greatest example is Staying Alive, where they keep that character throughout. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh. <laughs> it's like, if you're bringing up Staying Alive, just, you can just stop there. Well, hey, I, mean, I, got, I try to work it into that, all of her. That <laughs> poor, poor that woman. poor woman. <laughs> <laughs> so this time, like, you know what I was actually kind of reminded of was Arrival. Oh, really? Yeah, because in the same way of they know, like, where what the relationship is going to be they know the pitfalls and they decide to do it anyway is like louise like seeing her memories of oh, the future daughter. of oh. the daughter and deciding to do it anyway damn connections damn <laughs> nice nice bunch um well that kind of kind of wraps me up for um this movie here as far as feelings and feelings feelings yeah. and emotions <laughs> uh my one other thing is like we didn't really talk about his performance, but Jim Carrey is yeah. very good in this movie. Um, for me, it's important that you separate the art from the artist. I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but vaccinate your kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, like, just just vaccinate your kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a political thing. It's not a nothing thing. It's just a fact thing. It's like, it's I just, enjoy not having polio yeah. and yeah. We all do. Know, scarlet fever. Yeah. The 21st box. century is great yeah. for us like, all. And it was yeah. afforded to us because of vaccinations. That's about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd also just like to emphasize that, like, um, just the, the casting, the acting, the direction, um, so much of this movie just works. Uh, there was one moment where, like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be hypercritical because now I'm in this podcast, and, you know, I'm yeah. a professional movie reviewer now, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, 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 I record my voice. Um, <laughs> so I was, like, paying attention to things like ADR and stuff, and in this movie, they use a lot of ADR, especially on, like... Um, Tell us what that stands for. Uh, it means what uh, uh, audio... Automated dialogue replacement. Uh, yeah, yeah, what Colin said. It's any recording that's done after the fact. Voiceover. Post. Or, like, yeah. not Except voiceover, post. but dubbing. <laughs> okay. post. And so in this movie, like, a lot of it is in, like, memories that they're having and, like, they're running, like, uh, where it's really blatant is in, like, uh, there's a shot where they're running through a train station and um, you hear a lot of ADR and it sounds like it's right next to your ear mm. and the shot is, like, from, like, way above and back <laughs> and you see them, like, in this, you know, big old open area running across. Are and they in Grand Central Station? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And and it's, it's really weird and, like, if it was any other situation, it'd be like, that's some really bad ADR. Because it's like, it doesn't sound like it's coming from their voices that are in the station. But it's in a memory that's being erased. And, like, this dialogue is new because it's not, you know, it's from him dreaming the memory getting erased. And it's not from the memory of them running across Grand Central Station. So. Yeah. 
just stuff like that even yeah. works and i don't know yeah there was another moment like that when it was like uh when it's like he goes back into like his childhood memories of like uh of like his like shameful memories and oh it's yeah like when they're like kids but it's like the voiceover of the adults but it's like them as kids like running away and like and when she puts the, to each other. the pillow over each other's head yeah. that part yeah <laughs> oh yeah because it's bleeding into another memory yeah. of them smothering each other yeah that was the, I love that because it's so like what are they doing like these yeah. kids like they're like and then it like snaps to them as adults like suffocating each other to get high and like <laughs> It just cracks me Are up. they getting high or are they just messing around? I thought they were just, I thought they were just messing around. around. Oh, I thought they were like suffocating it. Because she's like, okay, you get one more and then I'll and then I go. I think they're just playing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They could be. Yeah. It's open to I, I did you it in middle school on the bus, so. No. <laughs> I remember. That was yeah. the thing. People yeah. used to do it on the bus. Yeah, we got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least we weren't eating like what Tide Pods. Yeah. We weren't doing that. We're doing oh, that. We did stupid stuff like choke. Come on, yeah. Choke yourself until you pass out. Get high naturally, guys. Um. <laughs> Hogs and choking each other out. Yeah, we had a good time. Whatever happened to whippets, you guys? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> that requires like going to the store and buying something. Yeah. Like, if you choke each other, you just need your two hands. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Do you have more things to add? Uh, I think I'm good. Yeah. I have many things to say. Please do. So this is small, but the car thing really bugs me. Like where, so his memory is erased. He doesn't know that Clementine actually wrecked his car. Right. So he wakes up the next day to go to work. Um, and he sees his car. There's like a huge dent in it. And so he thinks the person parked next to him did it. But there's clearly like yellow paint. Oh, yeah. All up in the dent. <laughs> and you would have definitely known on the other car there would have been signs. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, man, come on, Jim Carrey. Yeah, totally lazy. Uh, what else? I noticed that too. Um, oh, I really think it's funny when they're on the Charles River frozen and Jim Carrey's like freaking out that it's going to crack they're going to fall in and then uh, Clementine's like there's it's not going to crack or anything and then they're lying down and there's like, like a, a giant, giant yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a huge no, that, that scene gave me like so much anxiety yeah. I was just like oh god because I, I, I know I've, I've seen this movie but I didn't remember yeah. it at all but, like appropriate but at but. least they're laying down because that's what you should do yeah you distribute the weight as evenly as possible, as evenly yeah. as possible. <laughs> that's very true um before you continue that brings up something that i would like to that reminded me of the this movie being cyclical a lot like a rival um is that when in that moment he's like having a lot of dialogue with himself where he's like uh, i should go back like mm-hmm. come on we should not be here you know and he keeps like saying that like like huh like come on get off the ice you know and th- this is their first date, right? Or actually, technically, second night that they spent together mm-hmm. um, since being reconnected. And when t- at the end of the movie, and it goes over their first date, and they break into this house, and he's like, "All like, we should go. We shouldn't be here. Yeah. I gotta go." It's like the same dialogue, yeah. and it's like, oh, I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, my heart just breaks when she's like, "What if you stayed?" I know. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, but what if you stayed this time? Yes. I'm like, Make up oh, a goodbye. Okay, give us the goodbye right. that we never had. Yeah, pretend we had one. Like, oh my I God. I was bawling. <laughs> you mean you definitely were not bawling. <laughs> I'm an adult. Um, it, do you want to say more things? No, go. You want to no, ball want. some more? <laughs> um, to touch on what you were talking about, the sci-fi element, like I do like... Uh, Michel Gondry, the director, is kind of known for this, but when he does special effects, he doesn't do a lot of like computer things yeah. in post. It's all like... Uh, just kind of sleight of handy kind of things or like just like proppy things so like when uh, Joel is a child he's trying to hide Clementine to, in the memory of him as a kid under the table it's like just like a giant table right yeah uh, and like forced perspective yeah uh, the part where she's like 
uh, Clementine is angry and so she's like packing up her stuff and leaving so she like runs to the bathroom and he chases after and she's like gone like there's just like some other door that she like runs out of Uh, what else oh like uh, when um the, the continuing from that scene and like he hops in the car to like chase her down and she's like walking home yeah and like a like a car just falls out of the air and yeah he's like, yeah. like come on get inside it's falling apart yeah. like, <laughs> I love it. or like when when she's like getting like pulled across the floor i'm pretty sure there's like a string like tied oh, around yeah. her just like pulling her away yeah. it's so good good uh, michelle gondry the best um i do like the soundtrack it's john bryan or john brion i don't know how you say it yeah um he also did like i heart huckabees which came out around this time it's pretty and good it's also got some beck yeah. Mm. Uh, what else? Oh, um, I wanted to ask you guys about this. So there's this trope that is called like the the trope of the manic pixie dream girl. Yes. So I didn't. Yes. So like yes. I didn't know what it was called because this movie came out in 2004. Yeah, before Zoe Deschanel. Well, so it's around when Garden State came out though, which oh, Natalie Portman true. is like the worst. Yeah. Like manic. So I remember somebody at the time was like, "Well, don't you think Clementine is?" No. And I, yeah, and I was like, "No, she's totally flawed." She's like a raging alcoholic and kind of a b-word. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, they're both miserable people that like totally work. Okay, just wanted to make sure that no one else thought. That no, she was. I, like she kind of has the trappings of the manic pixie dream girl without being a manic manic pixie dream girl. And like she she's even got talks the, about the hair and that the, speech. Like, her speech. Yeah, like her whole thing. Like guys always think I'm gonna fix them or I'm not like this okay. big excitement or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just a fucked up person, good. just like everyone else. Yeah. She's like the anti manic pixie dream girl. Right. Okay. Good. We're on the same page there, crossing that off. No, she's like she's like the archetype of a manic pixie dream girl, but in real life. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like that she, poor dude's like Patrick, like try to like make into whatever they want her to be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's just trying to figure her shit out and she's like, because, I mean, she does dye her hair crazy colors, and she does make art out of potatoes, say? but, like... <laughs> what's, what's wrong with dyeing your hair crazy colors, Dennis? That you're a manic pixie girl? No! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say right now, like, sometimes... What, where was I? I went to a wedding, and... Uh, <laughs> what is that? A wed- wedding? <laughs> what, uh, what's that? I went to a wedding, and so I, there were a lot of people that I didn't know, and then I ran into them later at the hotel. There was, like, an after party, and someone was like, you were at the wedding. Like, I would recognize that hair anywhere. And someone was like, another person was like, yeah, she does it for the intention. Or like, someone's like, imply that I do it to draw attention to myself. I'm like, actually, like, no, I hate <laughs> drawing attention to myself. It's just, I like it on me. Right. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I, just, I, I, I like I, it. I so yeah, I get it. It's just pretty. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, like, don't want people to look at me. I feel in like large that. Crowds. Yeah, I feel like that is. Yeah, Clementine is very much like that, like, where it's like a lot of people very clearly have that impression of her yeah. as she very clearly states yeah. and yeah it's like one of those things where it's like people can just do things for themselves yeah. and like sure it might be like eccentric or whatever but it's like it's also called just like trying to be fucking comfortable yeah, yeah. yeah it's and like, being an adult while doing it and yeah. like like, like I mean, life's fucking hard enough like, well, like it was okay to do it as a kid or like even a teenager no one thought two shits about it it was like yeah. oh it's just kids being kids or whatever but then as soon as you have to get a real fucking job like too bad you can't you know shave zigzags on the side of your head anymore you know yeah. like what the fuck sorry i feel no you. yeah it's frustrating um oh there's something else i was gonna say you said something about her hair. You're talking about attention. She's got attention. shoes. Attention. The drinking. Drinking. <laughs> oh, I, feel like I was we're just, just going to say that. I was going to say that um, I like her mug, like that has her picture on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. Like, it's like my favorite thing. Like, I want like a mug with me on it. Um, I think I'm done now. 
All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think the, does that wrap us up? I think that Wait, does. Wait, did I interrupt you when you were talking about color terror? Did you finish that thought? No, I was just doing okay. word association. Uh. <laughs> just trying to help you out. Thanks. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well. Um. Gosh. Just so glad we did this, guys. Um. It was just. It was really good. I was worried revisiting this movie. I'd find some stuff. I was like, oh man, it was a stupid kid. <laughs> Didn't know nothing. Nope. Now nope. you know too much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, it really hits home. Too much pain. Yeah. Oof. Uh, I'll ask you this. How old do you think they are? Do you think they're in their 20s or do you think they're in their 30s? I think they're, they're in their 30s. I think, I think there's an age gap, though. Oh, really? I think he's older than her. I always thought she was older than him. What? Yeah. Well, I think... I mean, this is, like, shallow, but I think he looks older. But also, doesn't he say, like, when he's bitching about her at the end that she just seems really immature? Oh, well, maybe. But I say that about people older than me all the time. Yeah. Mm, I wonder... Should research this. Yeah. I felt like yeah, they kind of seemed like they kind of seemed like within like a similar age range. I feel like, like he's maybe late thirties and she's early thirties. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, or something. He's like all wrinkly pants. <laughs> There's a uh, um, oh, I just remembered like some of my favorite quotes. From oh yeah, this yeah. Movie. Um, uh, when uh, uh, Patrick when he goes and visits her at Barnes and Noble and like Patrick is like kind of there and like but you don't know it mm-hmm. yet or whatever and like. She's like Patrick, baby boy, and then uh, later on, like he's like trying to figure out in like the in a memory of the office, like he like turns to the doctor and he's like, "Who's that?" And he's like, the doctor's like, "Um, that's a uh, Patrick, yeah. baby boy." It's delivered so well. Yeah, it's just great. Um, and then oh, there's he does say that young guy. He's with that young guy, yeah, like, so oh, I feel like true. he's much older. Okay, I don't know. Nah. Well, I think it's either he's an older or just Elijah Wood is that he's really much young. younger. I think that's just oh, Elijah Wood slide on Elijah really Wood being yeah, eternally twelve. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, what else was I gonna say? Oh yeah, another line is um, it's at the beginning when it was like um, when uh, she's like they it's in the prologue and they like just connected again and uh she's like uh are you stalking me and he's like no you're the one that like introduced yourself to me and she's like that's just the line from the stalker book and yeah. he goes there's a stalker book i gotta read that, that. Yeah. i have to read that he's super mumbly oh i know i could see her being annoyed with him oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can never the fuck understand what you're saying <laughs> i can't hear you i can't I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Being married to somebody who's a mumbler, that is, the oh, struggle no. is real. <laughs> oh, um, so we watched, we watched it with captions this time, which I think is the first time I've seen it with captions, and that, that was the first time I knew that in the flea market scene, she calls him a fucking ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> I've never... I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's really funny. Fucking ventriloquist. Ventriloquist. See, she has a large vocabulary. She does. She says a lot of things. Repugnant... Uh, repulsive repulsive yeah but apparently she says library library i don't buy that either <laughs> god he's just making things up like we said yeah. he's real, real moody oh he's just mad you guys yes. yeah. <laughs> all right uh done sorry i, I could so. keep talking about yeah. this movie i really could um cool well uh thanks for joining us um hope you had fun like we did uh, expect to hear more movie reviews done like this where we I would love to do more reviews immediately after watching them um, and more Julie as well I hope you come back yay yeah. are um, we doing Rex recommendations uh, first, sorry I'm an interrupting you're cow. fine <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just kind of want to uh, talk to you guys what movie we would like to do next now that we did um, my favorite movie uh, there's a few others that we were kind of talking about uh, have any ideas there Colin 
Well, I guess if we're going with like personal favorites, it depends on if you want to go with me or if you want to go with Craig or Julie or like who we're who's up next. Who's on first? Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna pass it off to you since you're now our scheduled guru. Oh. Okay. Uh, if we're gonna do my favorite movie, we're gonna be talking about Singing in the Rain. <gasps> Yay! Gene Kelly, right? Gene yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. Debbie oh Reynolds, my Debbie God, Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. The guys will oh, talk about Debbie it. Reynolds. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Craig. High five. <laughs> <laughs> Always love a Doctor Seuss reference. Um, cool. Well, I'm excited. I, it's been a m- completely flipping like the moods. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think we're gonna go to like very light and very happy yeah. after now this an very upper. serious movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did that after like City of God too. I think we did. Woo. We had, we did have to have a palate cleanser yeah, after yeah. that. That one was. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah, next, uh, Singing in the Rain, um, and then uh, followed by other favorites of the people sitting at this tiny little table. Like what are you Craig's talking about? Favorite. We're in a studio? Or, I mean, the tiny <laughs> little table of this giant, massive studio. Yeah. professional yeah. sound engineering studio. Right. Yeah. This is a- There's like foam things on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> egg, egg, those like eggshell things. things. Yeah. There's, like, there's like a drum set for the house band. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's engineer Sam over there. Shut up, Sam! Yeah. <laughs> We're in New York right now. Yeah. You know, and Cullen's over there in Atlanta. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how we're doing it, right? Yeah. We're not in my dad's house. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on to recommendations. <laughs> um, anyone got some recommendations? I got a recommendation actually for a change. I got a few, but I'll give you just one. Um, my recommendation this week is going to be a podcast. It's one of the my more favorite podcasts that I learned from the nerds at the Mission to Zix group. Um, and that is called The Film Reroll. Uh, this fun podcast is a group of D&D nerds take apart a classic movie. And when I say classic, it could be any, anything from like Wizard of Oz to Speed. And they take it and they deconstruct it into like a D&D campaign, assign people characters, and then off they go. And it can like begin and end not in the same way. That, <laughs> well, it'll begin the same way that the movies start. But it definitely doesn't end the same way that the movies start. Um, my favorite example, I'll just spoil speed for y'all, is that <laughs> they like finish the speed movie in the prologue, um, just because they just because they catch Dennis Hopper. Catch the bad guy. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll spoil one as well, which was my favorite, is that the the ending for Back to the Future Two is the universe collapsing because they've created so many time paradoxes. <laughs> I like that one. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, the film reroll. Um, it's a, I, I think it's a great podcast. Real amateur group. Real fun. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Craig? Um. Hmm. I can't think of a recommendation, so I'll think of an anti-recommendation since it's kind of stuck in my head right now. Don't see bright. I mean, <laughs> oh, is that the Netflix original? Yeah, <laughs> watched it in your head. I remember you. Were I don't about know. It like a I few watched it a while ago, yeah. but for some reason, it just like popped up. And I think I watched like some video with like Will Smith where he was like saying like some inspirational shit, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. But you still did bright, right? Like, <laughs> uh, he was yeah, but um, he was like talking about you know like, uh, you know like, like the thing like the bad things that have happened to you aren't your fault but it's like your responsibility to like you right. know like move forward and like learn from it which is like oh that's great like it's also like not my fault that you like you know plot 
bright upon us all. It's my responsibility <laughs> yeah, to let people know he, don't he watch made, that he piece made of bright shit. and he also made After Earth. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he re-legitimized M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. And I have a hard time forgiving that. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, it's crazy, like, how it's like so much and so little seem to go into it all at once. Like, the... Like, the effects of under are, like, actually really good. Like, all of, like, the costume stuff is, like, really good. But, like, everything around that movie is just, like, so bad. Like, the dialogue is so bad. And the story is just, like, horrible and just trite. I, uh, <laughs> I, I read something in the news, on my news feed, that it was, like, um... Uh, Bright is proof that critic reviews go at odds against, like, viewership. Because it was, like, on all these people watching it or whatever. And I was like... Fuck you, article. I know from some pretty credible people that I respect on their movie opinions. I hated that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, uh, a hate watch is definitely a thing. Yeah, that I don't absolutely. think net, the Netflix algorithm really accounts for, you know? It's like, no, people just watch this movie. A lot of people watch this movie. It's like, yeah, people watched it, but... I, I, I don't think I heard really anyone that was yeah. like, oh, yeah, gung-ho about this movie. Well, like, a lot of people saw Avatar, too. You yeah. know? A lot of people don't re-watch Avatar, either. <laughs> Just saying. I like to throw shade whenever I can. <laughs> Especially at James Cameron. Oh, yeah. Aw, really? Yeah. Sorry. Don't like him. <laughs> we'll talk. Okay. Uh, what you got, Colin? Um, I have like a big old recommendation it's also a podcast uh if you are a fan of science if you're a fan of humor if you're a fan of the adventure zone uh you should definitely be listening to sawbones it is uh justin mcelroy who plays taco the wizard on the adventure zone and his wife dr sydney mcelroy and they go through all sorts of topics about medical history so like what we used to do with all sorts of stuff like the first episode's about trepidation, the practice of drilling holes in your head, and for how shockingly long we were doing Gotta that. Gotta release the pressure. Yeah. Um, they, yeah. <laughs> they do one on bloodletting. They've done like just every topic you can think of. They've talked about like the history of what we were doing with that, and it's fascinating and funny and great. So got to balance humors. Sweet. Right on. Julie. I have about a dozen recommendations because it's been a while since I've been on the show. It's been a while. <laughs> yes. Uh, who's that stained? Stained. That stained? That's that's stained. Uh, um, you're welcome. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> that earworm. Um, I've been watching a lot of forensic files and getting like real paranoid stuff. <laughs> um, so forensic files is great. They're all on the Netflix. Um, they're horrible and terrifying, but you learn a lot of things. Like I learned a Dwala like used to not uh, pasteurize their juices and. They totally killed like a little baby one. in Denver. Yeah, yeah, in at the a 90s. Bar, at a, it was at a Brugger's Bagels. What? Yeah, and I worked for the guy that was the manager for that store. Yeah. Fix that post. It's like I Tanya. Yeah. I probably shouldn't say his name. It's Derek. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started listening to a podcast called "I Only Listen to the Mountain Goats." I know you don't like the Mountain Goats, mm. Dennis, but you're like the only person is because you don't know what you're talking about okay. um i actually didn't really you can write like, down lyrics i'm just saying i just didn't really like the podcast because i didn't need like a dude telling me why i like the mountain goats they already do but uh it's by it's produced by joseph fink who's one of the people behind welcome to night vale mm -hmm. um so he's fun but this episode is really good the episode called jenny they do like a track by track analysis of all hail west texas which is my favorite mountain goats album anyway the podcast itself I was just like, nah, but this episode is really good. Jenny. Um, I 
am following this artist on Instagram and YouTube. Her name is Lee Alexon. That's L-E-I-G-H-E-L-L-E-X-S-O-N. And my last one is... <laughs> <laughs> um, so part of why I just got to drop back to the to the movie here is yeah. um, it. I like that they tie like memories to like geographical places. Like he's like literally, not literally, literally, literally. Sure, he's literally like running to different places. Yeah. Uh, to try to hide her in memories, and that's like kind of how our memories work. Like people make memory palaces, and like that's how you can memorize speeches. Is you like build a house in your brain and then put parts of the speech in the house slash palace. And I learned this from a book called Moonwalking with Einstein by Joshua Foer. Um, he was like a sports journalist, I believe. So he was like writing about excelling in sports and how you can measure athleticism and strength pretty easily. But he was like, how can you measure like intellect and intelligence? And then he somehow like entered himself into this like memory competition because they have those things. And spoiler alert, he won. Oh, wow. but it's, it's really good, though. Like, it's fascinating. Huh. Joshua Foer. Foer? F-O-E-R. Jonathan Safran Foer's brother. Oh, okay. I've heard of that one. He wrote <laughs> Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Yeah. 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 Everything Illuminated, that sort of thing. Right. Yep. More Elijah Wood movies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle, guys. Yeah. That's how we treat you here at I Want You to Watch This. Um, if you didn't know, Elijah Wood was also in this movie. Yeah, he was. Uh, I also like Walk the Moon. Ooh, that was my other one. I wanted to do like every like possible genre of like things to absorb. So yeah. my music recommendation obviously is Walk the Moon. They're like super popular already, but like I feel like they don't get a lot of credit because they're like poppy and dancey and fun. I haven't heard them. You haven't heard Walk no. the Moon? Okay, so listen to One Foot. Okay. From their new album, Surrender, uh, Press Restart, Tiger Teeth. Those are all from their new album. And then from their f- previous album, Talking Is Hard, you should listen to Aquaman. Sweet. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come back for more. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to do a recommendation dump. Um, cool. Well, uh, thank you for listening. Um, you can find all of our episodes on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. SoundCloud? No. SoundCloud. Sound, SoundCloud. Sad clown. <laughs> sound sound God damn. <laughs> That's what you get. Sound forward slash I W Y T W T as well as any and all podcast listening apps like Apple iTunes podcast listening is that what it's called? Seriously? <laughs> uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh, but I still God. just call it iTunes. It's just... But guys, listen on Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher. It's a superior <laughs> place. Hey, does that work on your phone now or do you yes. still have to Oh good. Right on. Uh, Stitcher, you can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Pod at, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Podass. Um, <laughs> pretty much anywhere that I've looked, I've found us. And if you find us and there's a rate and review button, click it, rate us, review us. I'll read it. Are you on Acast? Um, I, I haven't looked there, but everywhere else I've looked, uh, I've found us. Um, you can find us also on Twitter uh, at IWYTWT as well as each and every one of us individually on the Twitter. I am at the Debucks. I'm Acapaticus. I am at Colin Munch. I think I'm at Miss Julie Fan. Really? I hardly I hardly tweet. That'd be that'd be fitting if you were at Miss Julie Fan yeah. just because of our parallels to uh, how did this how does this get made? <laughs> um, our wannabe parallels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we think very highly of ourselves yeah. if we think oh, yeah. we compare to yeah, them in any way. We're successful but... comedians that produce movies. Airwolf, pick up. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to you, Scott Ackerman. 
<laughs> you can also uh, join our Facebook group. Join yes. in on the discussions we have there about the movies. Come recommend movies to us. But just uh, search groups on Facebook for I want you to watch this. Yeah, and I mean, not to brag, but I mean, Mike Verbiglia did like one of my tweets about yeah. the last yeah. episode. So, that's true. You know, no big that, deal. That, that's true. <laughs> just saying, if, if anyone's out there listening and, you know, needs some motivation, you know, to get us on their network <laughs> yeah we have i have a tweet that has been liked by, by Mike a celebrity <laughs> yeah all right well thanks for listening uh join us next week for uh singing in the rain um and uh yeah bye